1: LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, k 5 ux Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD.
2: Well, hello everybody and welcome. You have tuned into episode number 324 of Linux in the Shack. This is our Weekender edition. And if I remember right, this is Weekender number 41. So thank you very much for tuning in to the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet, where tonight we talk about upcoming contests and events and distributions and hedonism and all the good things in life with your usual cast of characters for us. K5TUX.
0: Cheryl W5MOO.
3: And Bill NE4RD. All right.
2: Very good. So we're going to start off with a bang. We're going to talk about this weekend in amateur radio where we hit some of the contests coming up this weekend and next weekend and some special events you might want to get certificates for so bill's going to tell us about some of these
3: <clears throat> these contests you can work absolutely and of course we start with a big one here the cq worldwide riddy prefix contest or the wpx contest it runs from uh, zero zulu uh, february 8th to 2359 zulu february 9th and of course the mode is riddy bands are 80 through 10 no work uh the prefix multipliers the number of valid prefixes worked each prefix is counted only once regardless of the band or number of times the station prefix is worked so take that in mind (laughs) if you just want to work prefixes just work them no Um, multiples this time yeah no no so it only counts once you only get the the special credit for uh the first time you work it but uh, the prefix is always fun because you're trying to capture those uh those, those very first uh first letters and numbers of the call sign <laughs> and get as many combinations of those. So like, you know, any four, any five, any six, any seven, you know, so on and so forth. This is all count. Uh, even uh, in in country stuff, all, all counts. So uh, take that in mind. Uh, the next contest we have here is the Y L R L Y L O M contest, the young lady, old man contest. And that runs from 1400 Zulu, February 8th to 0200 Zulu, February 10th <clears throat> modes are CW digital and single sideband. <clears throat> they say all bands so uh but i'm assuming you want to steer away from uh work bands and 60 meters of course uh oms are are to call cqyl and YLs are to call cqom <clears throat> and phone and cw will be scored as separate contests uh digital contacts already psk 31 etc will be counted as cw and of course you'll find that link in the show notes and the final one for this weekend is of course the Sarl Field Day contest. And that's the South African Radio League contest. And that's going to run from uh 1000 Zulu or 10 Zulu uh February 8th to uh 1000 Zulu February 9th. And those modes are CW, single sideband, and digital as well. And that's 160 through 10. No work, of course. Uh, for non uh, SARL stations, uh, take a look at uh, the classes and figure out which one you are and append DX to it for your exchange. So that would be for us. Uh, you know, it's very similar to our field day. Um, so you know, your example would be like one Foxtrot Delta X ray. So, uh, yeah, get your exchange and. Uh, point your beams or wires <laughs> over to the wires. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Orientate <laughs> your wires appropriately for the contact. <laughs> if you can do that. So that's a, uh, that's it for this weekend. I didn't see any QSO party stuff there. So I uh, don't, don't think you have to worry about that for the state QSO party challenge. Um, next weekend, it looks like we've got the, uh, another big contest is the AWRL international DX contest, the CW version. And this one runs from uh, zero Zulu, February 15th to 2400 Zulu February 16th. And, of course, the mode is CW, and it's 160 through 10, no work. Uh, Easy exchanges. The WVE stations send uh, their RST and state province, and DX stations will send RST and power. So be mindful uh, when you hear the guys say 1K. (laughs) You either (laughs) decide to type 1K or (laughs) 1,000. Generally, I just type 1,000 when they say 1K. Uh, And they'll say, like, 1.5K, just to kind of keep things trippy. Instead of saying 1,500 watts or 1,000 watts. Uh, so do pay attention. Of course, in CW, it's a little bit easier because they generally won't, uh, well, they they still abbreviate. So <laughs> 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 it's much easier to send 1K and CW than it is to say, you know, one, one zero, 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 zero. Right. And sometimes you'll even hear the zeros as they'll just put a dash because they know and you know what they're doing. <laughs> 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 so there is some uh yeah, there's some shorthand there in contesting. You'll get used to it, you'll hear it. Uh you know, listen to exchanges a few times if you're not, you know, pro pro CW operator. Uh they can be a lot of fun. It's also uh you know, DX contests with CW. It it really is a way to get DX. <laughs> so if you have uh you know struggles getting there with the uh with the good old sideband, uh give this a try. And uh they they do listen to slower stations normally a little bit, you know, further down the log in the weekend. (laughs) So maybe not like in the first few hours, but like uh, when they're starting to look for missing multipliers and stuff like that, you're going to be their favorite friend. So uh, don't be afraid. Uh, Also, we have the uh, Russian PSKWW contest. This runs from 1200 Zulu February 14th or 15th, sorry, to 1159 Zulu February 16th. Uh, Modes are BPSK31, 63, and 125. Uh, bands are 160 through 10 to work outside the ru exchanges rst and serial so if you want to work a little uh bpsk and uh point your antennas towards uh (laughs) russia (laughs) go right ahead (laughs) also we have the awa amplitude modulation qso party which i didn't see on the qso party list so i don't think this one is the approved one probably because it's an all-state thing uh this is a, a a good chance to use uh a- am if you haven't used that mode when a lot of people don't use that mode uh it's a good good chance to kind of try it out when you know there's gonna be a bunch of people doing it uh, and this one operates 2300 zulu february 15th to 2300 zulu february 16th and of course the bands are uh, 160 through 20 so a little shorter uh, band range generally you don't see much uh am activity uh, above 20 but uh there you go uh of course no work no 60 meters so uh and that's that's all i have for the contest for the next two weeks well, very good. That's
2: that's enough. I mean, that's plenty of stuff to work. So <laughs> uh, I did dig up some special event stations in the next couple of weeks. We can talk about those. The first one is the 2020 Daytona 500, which is coming up. Uh, the special event station will be operating from February 12th, uh, 0000 Zulu to February 16th, 29, uh, 2359 Zulu. Call sign is November 4, Delta Alpha Bravo. Uh, frequencies will be on or about 7076, 7255, 14076, and 14255. Uh, the Daytona Beach CERT amateur radio team celebrates their 62nd annual Daytona 500 and Speed Week 2020 from Daytona Beach. QSL cards and commemorative certificates are available. Certificate information will be published on the webpage and QRZ.com as cost and logo permissions are confirmed. For more information, you can contact Steve, Whiskey Bravo 4, Oscar, Nov mike mike uh at n4dab at n4dab.com uh they will send requests requests uh yeah well they just had to get his call sign in there yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we will send requested qsls and certificates out as soon as possible after the event the cost for printing the cards comes from donations and the rest out of their own pockets they're not financially supported by the speedway or the city of daytona Uh, donations can be made in cash check or paypal and they appreciate all donations no matter how big or small so if you want a certificate and qsl card from n4dab at the daytona 500 you can do that and then there's this ice station whiskey zero juliet hotel Uh, this they'll be operating february 15th through the 17th 1600 to 2300 zulu daily call sign of course is whiskey zero juliet hotel Frequencies will be on or about 3860, 7260, 14260, and 21360. Uh, this is the Stillwater Minnesota Amateur Radio Association, SARA, operating portable from a frozen lake in Washington County, Minnesota, grid square EN34. In a meager attempt to drive away the remainder of Minnesota winter, Sarah will be generating as much RF as possible over the President's Day long weekend. The club's youth are planning to independently operate throughout the event. Certificates will be sent via email in PDF format. Send requests with standard QSL confirmation to ice station 2020 at radioham.org. And There is no need for a QSL card and information where you can find out, uh, lots more about that station will be in the show notes. And then there's the George Washington birthday commemorate commemoration. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, this will be operating from February 15th through the 16th, 1500 to 1700 Zulu daily. I don't know if that's, I can never tell from the AWRL's website whether this is, like, from 1500 Zulu on the 15th through 1700 Zulu on the 16th, or if it's only two hours a day. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the website wasn't clear about it either, so, I don't know. Try it, I guess. <laughs> see what happens. Uh, the call sign for this commemorati- commemorative station is Kilo 4 Uniform Sierra. They'll be operating on or about 7040, 14074, and 14260. Uh, The Mount Vernon Amateur Radio Club, NBARC, conducts a special event station in commemoration of George Washington's birthday each President's Day weekend from George Washington's Mount Vernon estate on the west shore of the Potomac River, and certificates will be available. Link to more information um, and possibly correct information about the times of operation will be in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple of announcements. The first one is that the Hamvention 2020 campaign for Linux in the Ham Shack is not active yet, but it will be active very, very soon. So we've hoped you, uh, will keep back a couple of bucks that you can send our way to help us get to Hamvention again here in 2020, because it's only going to get better. We always have a good time at Hamvention. We look forward to seeing everyone out there. And of course it requires your donations to help fund our trip. And we really appreciate everyone who is willing and able to send us a few bucks to help us get to Hamvention to Xenia, Ohio, every May. So thank you in advance for that. And we'll of course let you know in all the uh, usual ways when that campaign is live, uh, the other uh, announcement we have is that we had a significant coffee donation from our local coffee roaster, keen bean coffee here in the town that we live in and they gave us a, uh, well, she gave us a bunch of coffee for our winter field day event, which went pretty well. Um, and we have a lot of coffee left over. This is our signature blend created by Keen Bean Coffee Roasters. Uh, we've tried a lot of their coffee and we finally settled on a blend we like. So we can now get this regularly. It's, it's now like a created thing. Uh, so it can be uh, recreated as necessary but we have a bunch of it left over and so we want to give it away to people who like coffee or even to people who don't i guess (laughs) um this will be available on shop.lhspodcast.info at some point it's not there yet um but you will be able to buy this particular brand it's a very good um sort of medium roast um and i can't remember what is actually in it what what means and what countries she, she didn't are, tell me when, yeah
0: yeah when i picked it out so
2: but it's outstanding it's it's the only blend of coffee that's come out of there that i that i can drink black it's it's really good
0: it is actually really good
2: uh so if you're a coffee drinker and you want to get some of this you'll be able to get it on the store site uh not too long from now but in the meantime if you want to try and win some of it we will be giving away a couple of it's what two pounds or three pounds
0: there's a total of three pounds left.
2: three three pounds Are we keeping some of that or are we giving away all three? pounds? No, we,
0: we kept some.
2: Okay. So we'll be giving away three pounds of it. Um, we're not sure how yet. (laughs) Um, but there will be a contest. There will be three pounds of coffee. So three winners of a pound each, uh, shipping of course will be free and all that stuff. You'll just receive a pound of coffee in the mail. So if you're a coffee drinker, stay tuned for that. We'll announce it on Twitter and Facebook and
0: on the website and,
2: you know, the usual places and, and
3: on the show, of course so uh if you like coffee stay tuned
0: Alrighty
3: then. and moving I on from you, i think you should tie the two together with the campaign you know you See, donate I to the campaign time. and you got an entry in to well the yeah giveaway. we could do that yeah. i don't know maybe we'll
2: do like one of them that way
0: yeah. like
2: biggest donation gets a pound of coffee among well, other things what, what
0: bill's saying though is if if we you could do it in a couple different ways if anybody makes a donation then they get entered into the the price oh pool. i see what you're saying yeah yeah. but you could also say if you donate x amount or more you get a pound of coffee so or a half pound or whatever so
2: all right we we'll, right, we'll think of a good way to give it away we don't want to make it financially necessary at least for one of the giveaways no yeah we right. want to give that away to like just anybody whoever right um the other one yeah, they are
3: all covered by sponsors here
0: well yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Sometimes it's just nice to
2: get things for free. You know? <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll give this stuff away. We'll let everybody know how real soon. So uh with that we'll move on to the Linux and Ham Shack Ham Radio Challenge for this fortnight. And I put in here work a special event call from the list above or another one that suits your interest. There are always special event stations on the air. So this is basically just a call to get on the air and work somebody and maybe have a cool certificate to hang on your wall or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> Excuse me. Did you choke on your potato? Chip? I did. <laughs> I did choke on my potato. Ch-
3: <coughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> something you should eat while you're recording. Jim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna get caught in the back of my throat. <laughs> Look, I was doing that before, but we weren't recording, so it was
2: fun. Yeah, it yeah. didn't matter before,
0: right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's eating the last of our uh, Super Bowl party leftovers. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was there was not much food there left wasn't over much last left, night, yep.
2: so. food went over pretty good, pretty well. <laughs> uh, so while I'm choking on my potato chip, Bill can tell us about a Linux distribution. You can give a shot.
3: Yeah. And this is one we've talked about in the past, but they just had a, had a release here just recently. So I figured I'd mention it again for a, a district to try. And of course, this is Kali Linux 2021.1 release. But Kali is not really meant for a daily driver. And I mean that seriously, uh, if you needed a distribution with a comprehensive set of network security tools, you know intrusion and testing and you know all that good stuff uh look no further than cali um inside this distribution as some uh with this release is some new icons adorning the menu of the tool sets uh there's removal of tools that are still stuck in uh, python 2 land so those are all gone and the addition of some new tools that are all a part of the update uh, updated rolling release distro so uh this one constantly stays updated and it's uh uh, you could use it. I would just would not recommend it as a daily driver. Uh, don't forget to employ the Kali undercover uh, while using the distribution out in the open because you don't want people to see that, you know, scary Cali uh, a logo that everybody is familiar with in the hacker space. Uh, it makes your whole desktop appear to be Windows 10 while you, uh, you know, hack the coffee shop's Wi-Fi. So, uh, you know, get in there and, and hack away and enjoy Cali Linux. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, well, I, I remember talking about Kali Linux in the past. So cool, new version, give it a shot. And uh, so, so are we going to have a, a Fedora-based Hamshack distribution at
3: some point? When do I? What's the? What's our drop dead date on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just when you when you get around, to it. So. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I should have some time here eventually. I'm I'm working on several other projects. I'm trying to get wrapped up here. And then, of course, I'm also trying to finish out ski season. <laughs> uh, in fact, I'm going skiing tomorrow because, uh, yeah, they, my friend was skiing this morning and they he was in waist deep powder, so it was uh, pretty epic. <laughs> All right, very cool. Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe maybe by uh, you know thaw time, you know, spring. Okay, a little teaser there. We'll see how it goes.
2: All right, Cheryl, you want to hit us up with some open source events
0: that are coming up? Sure. So our first one.
2: Oh, by the way, we did switch over into open source. Yeah. Well, we were talking about distros, but yeah,
0: anyway. That's uh, okay. I'm sure everybody picked it up. Uh,
2: so. I'm hoping so, but yeah, anyway. So, so here's some open source <laughs> events that are coming up.
0: Our first one is the O'Reilly Software Architecture Conference. It is February 23rd through the 26th, 2020 in New York, New York, United States. The O'Reilly Software Architecture Conference is designed to provide the necessary professional training that software architects and aspiring software architects need to succeed. A unique event, it covers the full scope of a software architect's job, from IT to leadership and business skills. It also provides a forum for networking and hearing what other professionals have learned in real-world experiences. And I'm sure that there'll be all the information in the show, show notes about that. Um and our next one is Scale 18X. It's March 5th through the 8th, 2020 in Pasadena, California, United States. Scale 18X expects to host 150 exhibitors this year, along with nearly 130 sessions, tutorials, and special events. Scale is the largest community-run open-source and free software conference in North America. It's held annually in the greater Los Angeles area. Uh, if you want to present anything, uh, submit a proposal for a session via our call for papers. If you want to sponsor, you can get sponsor and exhibitor opportunities, uh, which are available for commercial and nonprofit exhibitors. And if you want to get involved, just get in touch with them.
2: Yeah, good idea. Good. <clears throat> and Of course, a link to all of those things, including registration, call for papers, contacts, and so forth, will be in the show notes where they belong. And our open source challenge for this week, I threw in, I'm not even sure why I threw this in there, but what the hell, it's something (laughs) learn learn a new feature of scripting in bash bash specifically, like creating functions, math, mathematical calculation, or creative pattern matching. So you can do funky, cool things with bash.
0: Maybe that's how that's one of your contest things. People have to create something and send your pictures. Oh, no, no.
2: I don't want to make people program. (laughs) uh,
0: You just said do it.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, this is a challenge, though. I don't want to make people program for money. I mean, or for prizes.
0: For money? Okay. For prizes. prizes. Coffee's yeah. really not... Well, I guess in some countries, coffee could be money. <clears throat> but, yeah.
2: Well, I'm sure somewhere coffee is good enough for... Yeah, have you been harder. to Starbucks? Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> they
3: don't give that shit away for free.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> they really sure don't.
0: Yeah, there's there's a song uh, called The Gates that, that Paul and Storm wrote, which yeah. are friends of ours. And one of the... Live and this song is paid all of my dough for a thimble of Joe, or ran into Starbucks and paid all my dough for a thimble of Joe, it or touched, something like that.
2: Touched down in Seattle, got off the plane,
0: dashed uh, into Starbucks, ran into Starbucks, something
2: like that. It, it dashed into Starbucks to get out of the rain, paid all of my dough for a thimble of Joe. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i that was like a good oh, line. Yeah. yo yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was hit Starbucks. Yeah. Hit Starbucks yeah, to get out of the rain, line. paid all of my dough for a thimble of Joe. Yeah. yeah that's it yep so. great great songwriting there
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> obviously they spent way too much time at starbucks or their wives did or something i'm so.
2: pretty sure we've played the gates on this program
0: oh wait, I, sure I, we. i have.
2: have to yeah. at some point so yeah all right but speaking of coffee let's move on to food food to go on with your coffee
0: yeah i didn't i didn't do any coffee related you know stuff this week but
2: well for some people <clears throat> anything goes with coffee or even coffee goes with coffee so
0: well, I, i'm kind of <laughs> in that, that boat so
2: all right so tell us about cheryl's recipe corner all
0: right so in the recipe corner this week i pulled up my recipe for slow cooker pizza dip and this comes in light of our super bowl party that we had yesterday i did not make this for the party but it was it was in the running for things to be served um the dip needs brown beef bulk italian sausage crushed tomatoes green pepper parmesan cheese tomato paste italian seasoning clove uh or excuse me garlic clove uh crushed red pepper flakes salt pepper and some hot garlic bread and this is done in your crock pot slow cooker, uh and then you spoon it out on your bread and enjoy. So. When when
2: did you last make this? Because I remember you making it at one point.
0: A mm, couple of years ago.
2: No, you should probably do it again because it was really good. Okay. All of your dips are really good. We're actually partaking of uh six different ones here right now.
0: Yeah, there's Fiesta and Pepper bacon and Garlic, garlic and, and onion, onion and Blue Cheese, cheese and Ranch. ranch
2: yep. yep, all homemade. So. Yep. Lots of there's, lots of snackiness. There's
0: even homemade Caesar dressing in our yeah, Caesar dressing in the fridge. Yep. With a ton of anchovy with, paste. With anchovy paste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yummy. <laughs> yep. That should be very yellow too, right?
0: Oh yeah, no, it is. It's like bright yellow. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And I also have a, pan, a can of kippers. And I was thinking of having a kipper Caesar salad at some point. So
0: well, I'm actually there gonna go, go but get some lettuce tomorrow so we can use up the dressing.
2: So. All right. Cool. So Caesar salad. No, that There's an easier recipe right there. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> the dressing is the hardest part of it. The romaine and the Parmesan, super easy.
0: Well, do you want homemade croutons or not?
2: Oh, you know I do. All right. You've got plenty of bread in there to make homemade coupons. All right. yeah, coupons. coupons. Croutons, for yeah. <laughs> I want a coupon for coffee, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So in my drink corner for tonight, we're going to talk about my most... Recent acquisition?
0: No, that's
2: a lie. Oh no, that's true. We went to Tomstown. So my and you son, should
0: do that since the Chiefs won.
2: It's it's not inaccessible. I try and make it things that everybody can get. Oh well, that's true. All right, good. I mean, because I'm not sure how wide distribution Tomstown is yet. Oh, well, they're yeah. they're working on it because we talked to one of their bottlers. um
0: Yeah, they're probably but, but it's
2: not widely there. available yet. So I wanted to do something that is widely available. So I'm going to be talking about the 1792 Full Proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, 1792 is a distillery in Bardstown, Kentucky. There are a lot of distilleries in Bardstown, Kentucky. Um, this is one of them. 1792 puts out an array of products. This is the Full Proof, which is it's uh, it's in that quasi-allocated space. In some places, it's hard to get. In some places, it isn't. Um, I just happened to pot it on the shelf at a local grocery store. So I was happy about that. Uh there's there's a small batch version of 1792 which is widely available, but this is the foolproof, uh which is is harder to get.
0: You so. you should probably, since people are hearing this, you should probably say that's F-U-L-L and not F O O L. Because i that is sure- n-
2: is that not what I'm saying? I I said no, foolproof. You, full oh, proof. oh I see what you're saying. It's not foolproof. Wow. I it. <laughs> You know, when I'm not thinking, Yeah, exactly. When I'm not thinking <laughs> about it, it, does, it just like makes no sense to me What are we talking about, foolproof? <laughs> all right. So <laughs>
3: it's foolproof, you fool.
2: Yeah, it's it is full. Boxtrot
3: <laughs> uniform Lima Lima proof. <laughs> the Barton 1972 1970, distillery. <laughs> so on oh, what's that? It's gonna be on my list. I'm going uh, to Louisville. Oh, you're after, going to after go down the there? Yes, and we be right in the neighborhood. So,
2: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in uh, Kentucky. So if you're going to be down there, you should definitely check it out. Uh, so 1792 full-proof bourbon. Um, description on this, bourbon insiders have long acknowledged that full-proof bourbon has a distinguished and rich flavor. This bourbon underwent a distinct filtering process foregoing the typical chill filtration and passing only through a plate and frame filter. This allowed the bourbon to maintain a robust proof for bottling, as well as a full, rich, and bold flavor. Bottled at its original 125 barrel entry proof, just as it was years ago when the barrels were first filled, 1792 full proof bourbon is exceptionally distinct. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta love marketing speak it's awesome so anyway here's some details on it um i did some research on the mash bill uh i found several sites that cited the mash bill as 75 percent corn 15 percent rye 10 percent malted barley all of those are estimated because no one actually knows except the distillers presumably uh the abv at bottling of course as we have talked about is 125 proof that's 62.5 percent so it's it's a hot whiskey if you're not into things that are above 80 proof um the color on this is a beautiful beautiful uh dark amber it, it's a caramel amber color and when it's sitting on the shelf it calls to you it's a beautiful color which means it's probably color added um but don't quote me on that so you don't want anybody from bardstown to come up and break my legs um <laughs> <laughs> uh the nose be on
3: and, a- and May, go kick his butt <laughs> it's just close uh
2: the color on it which i already talked about bark amber sexy the nose uh is very classic uh bourbon notes with the tiniest hint of that that banana you get out of jack daniels and some other whiskeys from uh that sort of kentucky tennessee area uh with caramel, vanilla, a little bit of dry oak, and of course at 125 proof. It's on the alcohol forward side. You can't really get away from that, so don't stick your nose in the glass if you're gonna take a sniff. Um, at the very least, open your mouth when you're trying to nose it, because otherwise you're gonna get a snoot full of burn. Uh, when you taste it, it's actually quite pleasant. I, I found myself enjoying this quite a lot from the first drink onward. And I I'm down about a third of a bottle since I bought it. So and that's in a week. And normally I don't drink the bourbon that fast, um, but this is a good one. It's uh, sweet corn. You can definitely taste the corn in the mash bill. You have the taste of rising bread. So you know what I mean. So that yeasty bread taste, Um, cinnamon, vanilla, mint, um, and dried cherry. So so some pretty nice sweet notes, which is kind of what you're expecting out of a bourbon. But it does have 15% rye or so in the mash bill so you're going to get some of that rye heat as uh, the taste starts to finish out you'll get a little bit of caramel some musty oakiness some of that aged barrel because i can't remember how long they said this particular is aged but i think it's like seven years or something maybe maybe longer than that i don't know it's pretty long for a bourbon though um you also get some of that hotness in the On the back of the palate, in the taste of white pepper or peppery note, and a little bit of grassiness. Uh, Overall, I found this extraordinarily pleasant. Um, I would definitely buy another bottle of it if I find one. And even though it's kind of hard to get, it's not super expensive. This bottle costs forty-eight bucks, so uh, certainly on the lower end for a high-proof bourbon, because you can easily spend forty-eight dollars on a regularly proofed bourbon. And I'm going to give it a rating of 91 out of 100 because I like it oh. a lot. This so, press
0: release states it's aged eight and a half
2: years. Eight and a half years. Okay. Excellent. And they probably don't say anything about coloring. Um, <laughs> they we have know all the colors there. Yeah, <laughs> we know it's not chill filtered because they do mention that. And I'm guessing because mm. they say it's not chill filtered, but they say nothing about color, that there's some color.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's wide open, right? Yeah.
2: So, anyway, yeah, I like this a lot. And for $48 if you can find it, um, yeah, do it. And if you if you just find the small batch and you're not into high proof whiskeys, it has almost exactly the same flavor profile just sort of not as pronounced, and I think that runs in the low 30s. Uh so <laughs> that that's well worth a buy. So, there you go. 1792 full proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And Bill, do you have anything?
3: Well, you know, I'm just uh, I'm just enjoying that uh, that family favorite, uh, the that coronavirus preventing beer called Corona Extra.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, take your medicine, kids. Uh, this is you know like you know I know you anti vaxxers just don't like you vaccinating, but you know the Corona Extra will take care of it.
0: <laughs> we have a friend that's a substitute teacher, and last week one of her students said something about. If I get the coronavirus, I really hope I get Lyme disease too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And She I looked that. at him and she's blonde and she's like, "Oh, why would you say that?" and she's like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> Got
3: to have the corona and Lyme together. It's uh, the combination that is not uh, not to be beaten. <laughs> Apparently the two complement each other nicely. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Love having two debilitating diseases. <laughs> one
2: debilitating, one fatal. Yeah, those yeah. are great. Um, yeah no i went
3: to the uh, i went to the i was i was we had a sh- matinee yesterday well yeah i guess yesterday right yeah, yeah. the yeah. super bowl day so we had a matinee yesterday um i was on the way home i was like you know four twenty-five. so it's like five minutes before kickoff <laughs> and i'm like ah oh, there's only that crappy little half gas station <laughs> to stop and pick up some beer so i went in there and uh i was like okay they're outrageously priced on everything. What's on sale? Oh, Corona. Okay, I'm having Corona. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I got one of those uh cans of um uh, the Bud Light uh, seltzer things that oh, they've been like advertising yes. the hell out of.
0: Are they and nasty?
3: They've got to be nasty. <sighs> They're not as good as Truly. So if you like Truly's, yeah, don't bother. Um see russ, um, russ
0: has only tried white claw and he was like oh, "That stuff is i don't so really horrible. like
3: white claw yeah that that's stuff I, so that's horrible. not a fan if you added a truly i think you might have a different opinion uh, uh, at no, least I, I don't out. like doesn't like
0: seltzer yeah nah, yeah yeah
3: okay well <laughs> it's this does not taste like i mean it doesn't taste like white claw but uh, the stuff <laughs> from bud light tastes a little like uh too flavored that makes, that makes any so. sense. Yeah. yeah. No worries. It, it, it's just a little too much flavoring. I had the black cherry one. So, I mean, it would, the other fl- flavors didn't really appeal to me at the time. And they had lime and stuff like that. But uh, so I had the black cherry one and uh, I mean, I drank the whole thing, but uh, it wasn't great. I wouldn't buy it again for sure. I was looking for like kind of like a multi-pack so I could try, you know, the various stuff out, but nope, I'm still a truly fan. So, I mean, <laughs> of all those products, truly is still the best one. It's truly good it is truly good yeah i mean <laughs> and i i I think you actually would probably like it it's it's it has a, a different profile than like a seltzer water so it's not okay. quite the same it's, i will it's definitely di- it's just, just it's a well, difference right i will definitely give it a try as soon as somebody buys me one
2: well yeah well, I'll,
0: get, I'll bring some to dayton <laughs> all right
3: yeah there they're, you they're, go. they're good i mean the flavor a lot of cool flavors too like the tropical flavors are pretty cool so cool yeah, and you can always throw a gin or something like that in there if you want to <laughs> <can. laughs> ramp it, ramp it up a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Have a lightly flavored, you know, <laughs> little use tree that as your tonic. whiskey. Yeah. yeah.
0: All
2: right. Well, with that, we're going to wind this up. This has been a truly hedonistic episode, number three hundred and twenty-four of Linux in the Ham Thanks everybody for tuning in. We had Steve K seven HVT, Ted W zero EIR, and Jonas joining us on the discord. I want to thank all of them for tuning in and uh, responding and and being our peanut gallery for the evening. And we thank everybody for downloading and listening to the show and we hope you have a wonderful fortnight full of food, wine, song, fun and all the good things in life. So with that, we're going to get on out of here. I'm Russ K5TUX.
0: I'm Cheryl W5MOO. And I'm Bill
3: N4RD73.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hampshire. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. The live show is recorded every Monday night at 8pm Central Time, plus or minus QRL. Connect to the live stream at url.bcts.info. Stroke LHS Live. Our website is located at LHSpodcast.info. You can support the podcast by visiting the LHS Patreon page